0: Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host. Ashley Levy and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show I'll be sharing a crystal grid recipe for your sacred space and this is one that I shared with goddess provisions um A couple years ago now, but I realized I never shared about this recipe on my blog or on the podcast before, and I thought it would be a really fun time to share because as I'm kind of getting ready for the spring season, I always do a bit of spring cleaning, rearranging in my sacred space, and it just seemed like the perfect thing to share with everybody. And I have to tell you, it is so nice to be back. I was on a bit of an extended break for Um, some medical stuff that's mostly good at this point. Not quite out of the woods yet, but it is just really, really nice to come back after some time away and do a brand new episode. So I hope that you've been anxiously awaiting the return of the show. I hope you're excited for this episode. I promise it's going to be a great show. So before we get started with our main topic today, I want to answer one of our listener questions. And remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from Trina. And Trina says, first off, I love your podcasts, especially being an audible learner. You make something complex seem simple. Thank you. So Trina says, I'm a single mother and my daughter just started the sixth grade. She's been feeling very overwhelmed and crying about homework every night. I have been patient and trying to help her, but it depletes my energy a lot. I also work full time and take care of my grandparents on the weekends, so I don't have a lot of time to go outside for grounding. What are some crystals that can help me stay patient and help my daughter stay grounded? My self-care routine has basically gone to zero, looking for the perfect parenting crystal partner." Um, Trina, this is a great question, so first and foremost, I don't have children myself, so I can't speak from the perspective of a parent but I can speak from the perspective of someone who like all the rest of us has been living through this pandemic. This has been taxing, exhausting, emotional, messy, and super difficult. I can't imagine how hard it is to be a parent And be responsible for a little one on top of, you know, just trying to be responsible for yourself. I mean, there's just so much. And I can't imagine how the kiddos are feeling right now. You know, going to school and have the stresses of school and, you know, homework. And it's so hard because I feel like there's also so much homework right now. And everyone, including kids, are just kind of being pushed to their limits right now. It's, It's more than... We should have to deal with or have to handle. Um, and it's also hard because I feel like, especially when there's so much going on, what we really, truly need more than anything is rest. And it is honestly been one of the most challenging things for me personally. And I found for many, many people, is, you know, coming to terms with, what has happened during this pandemic because of capitalism, pushing us to continue to work and be productive and do all these things when, you know, it's exhausting and, uh, frankly, it's it's even dangerous, you know, to be expected to carry on like normal, when things aren't normal. Um, so first, I just want to say my heart goes out to you. It goes out to your daughter. I I can't imagine, you know, the extra layer of challenges that it adds onto this situation to be a parent or to be a kiddo trying to go through all this. So I want to say, you know, I'm so glad that you took the time to ask this question. And I want you to know, you know, obviously you're definitely not alone in feeling this way. I've talked to so many parents that are just having a hard time right now and their kids are having a hard time right now. Um, and it sounds like on top of that, you know, you have other stuff going on too, taking care of your grandparents. So I want to say, Trina, don't beat yourself up over this idea of self-care. Self-care doesn't have to look a certain way or be a certain way. It's not an Instagrammable bubble bath, All you know what I mean? It's like self-care can just be... Doing your best to get a good night's sleep, trying to do what you need to do to kind of soothe yourself and take care of yourself emotionally. And that's not easy right now. Even just doing some of our basic fundamental day-to- day stuff isn't easy. So, you know it can be a triumph just to make sure you're eating properly and sleeping well. And you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be a, a lot more than that. But, Because you were specifically asking about grounding, and grounding can definitely be helpful when we're feeling overwhelmed, which many of us are, and it sounds like you're in that boat too, is just to take a moment to breathe with your crystals. You don't have to go outside. You don't have to take off your socks and shoes. This is about just your practice meeting you where you are. So it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be about, you know, carving out specific time or blocking out a time of day or 15 minutes or anything like that. It can just be whenever you happen to notice during the day that you have one quiet moment to just take a pause, reach for a crystal if you have one nearby, but even if you don't, take a pause Close your eyes if it feels safe to do so. Breathe deep and just feel yourself connected to the world around you. And remember that whatever is going on, all those things that are swirling around, that yes, they're still going to be there. But for this one moment, you can just concentrate on the way that you feel. You can just focus on Taking that pause, taking that deep breath, even if it's just a moment. If you can do it for a few minutes, stretch it out, give yourself two minutes, that's great. And I know when things are busy, it's, it's hard to you know, feel like, oh, I don't even have ten minutes to do something. So don't take ten minutes. Take one minute. That's better than nothing. Just giving yourself that chance to pause and reset. One thing that I've found personally really has been helping me is wearing some crystal bracelets. So the little stretchy bracelets are perfect because when I'm caught up in the hustle bustle, when I'm feeling busy, overwhelmed, anxious, and I happen to just catch a glimpse of my bracelets, it reminds me to pause. So if there's something that will help be kind of a cue, a reminder for you to just take that moment to breathe, then whatever that is, maybe it's a sticky note that you put somewhere. Maybe it's a ring, maybe it's a certain color. You just tell yourself, okay, every time I see the color yellow today, I'm going to remember to take a pause. So really think of what will work for you and just make a mini practice out of it. And I hope that that will help. And you can you know, give the same advice to your daughter. Maybe there's a special stone that you give her to tuck in her pocket or a special bracelet, or again, just reminding her, hey, every time you see the color of purple today, I want you to just pause and take a deep breath and just know it's gonna be okay. You're gonna get through this. So I hope that helps, Trina. Thank you so much for your great question. I hope that you and your daughter and your family are able to find a little bit more peace and tranquility in your days ahead. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. And with that, it's time to move into our main topic for today, a crystal grid recipe for your sacred space. So we've talked about crystal grids a few times on this show in the past. And if you haven't caught any of those previous episodes, I'll give you a really quick recap. Setting up a crystal grid is basically a really simple but super powerful way to harness the magic of the universe, to enhance your sacred space and to help you connect with your own energy. So in today's episode, I wanna share a potent crystal grid recipe that you can place in your space and you can do this as a tabletop grid. You can do it around the exterior of a room or your entire space to bring some protection and peace to the area and help support your spiritual practice. So I'll be giving some adaptations along the way um, for, you know, depending on if you wanna make this a tabletop size grid or a grid that goes around the whole room. And we'll also talk about some substitutions. One thing that I think is really important to know, anytime you're dealing with recipes when it comes to crystals, if it's for a grid or a layout, it's a lot like cooking feel free to make substitutions, right? Change things along the way. It's like with cooking. If you like things a little bit more spicy, maybe you add some red chili flake. If you like things a little bit more savory, maybe you put some thyme and oregano. This is about customizing it to not only your personal preferences, but also to what you have on hand. So don't feel the need to rush out and buy anything new or different or special. This is really about adapting to what you have available, what's functional and what will work for you. So first, these are the crystals I would suggest for this crystal grid. You can use rough stones, tumbled stones, shapes. It's great if they're all about the same size and shape because I think it creates a little uniformity in the grid that's nice to have. But again, if you don't have that, that's okay. You know, mix and match what you have. So for this grid, I recommend one piece of Labradorite, four pieces of Smoky Quartz, four pieces of Black Tourmaline, and eight pieces of selenite. But again, we're gonna talk about substitutions and changes if you don't have these stones or if you don't have quite that many because I realize that can be quite a few of all one type. And the key here will be using your intuition to help you find some suitable substitutes or make changes to the grid based on what you have. So if you don't have eight pieces of selenite, Try a mixture of selenite and clear quartz and scolocyte, or reduce the number to four pieces or two pieces. If you don't have smoky quartz, you can try substituting another grounding crystal like petrified wood or red jasper. The key here is, again, using what you have on hand and trusting your intuition. So before placing the stones, they should all be cleansed thoroughly with your preferred cleansing method. Something like sound or moonlight or water would be perfect. Um, Finding something that's free and convenient and easy is great. So as you place each crystal in this grid, as we go through the process, I want you to hold an intention clearly in your mind. So remember, this is a crystal grid for your sacred space. So, you know, for example, this could be something like, as you place each stone, this crystal creates a protective energetic boundary, or this crystal helps me feel calm and relaxed. Whatever it is you need. So I want you to start this grid by placing a Labradorite stone in the center. So if this is a tabletop grid, this will go right in the middle of your grid. If you're doing one that encompasses an entire room or space, you'll wanna get that stone as near to the center of the room as possible. And the Labradorite is here to help you connect to your own spiritual energy. So placing that crystal in the central location, um, or maybe even atop an altar, Visualizing the energy of that Labradorite crystal in the center of your space as a shimmering rainbow pool of energy. So kind of taking a cue from that brilliant play of color and flash of the Labradorite and see that, visualize that energetically. Take a deep breath in, feel yourself kind of begin to absorb this shimmering rainbow of energy into your own energy body come up with an intention for that specific stone, like I feel energized or connected to my spiritual side through this crystal, and then place the stone smoky quartz we're using because it helps you stay grounded while you're doing any kind of spiritual work, healing work, meditation, and it also promotes intuitive insight. So place one in the center of each wall in your sacred space. If you're gridding the entire room, so Most rooms have four walls, so just around the middle of each wall, creating kind of a a square or box around that central stone, or if you're doing a tabletop grid, just in a circle around the labradorite stone is perfect. As you place these crystals, again, holds an intention either about your grounding or Uh, gaining insight, something connected with that smoky quartz. And then visualize the smoky quartz transmuting any unwanted energy and radiating some supportive energy toward yourself or into your space. Black tourmaline is another crystal I recommended for this grid because it repels unwanted energy and really helps enhance your feelings of grounding and security. And I think when we feel grounded, when we feel more connected, we're able to connect with our spiritual side um, in a deeper way. So if you're gridding a space like an entire room, you can place one in each corner of the space. So they'll actually be kind of in between the smoky quartz, uh, or in the corners of the grid if you're doing it on a small tabletop in between the smoky quartz. So it'll kind of create a circle of alternating stones between the smoky quartz and the black tourmaline. And if you're a really visual learner, you'd like to see a picture of this, get a better understanding of it, I do have a graphic on the blog that accompanies this podcast. You can check out at loveandlightschool.com. So when you're placing that black tourmaline, holding an intention for shielding, grounding, protection... I want you to visualize the energy of that black tourmaline, begin to expand and push positive energy further and further out into the space until the energy of that crystal fills the whole room. Now for the last crystals in this grid, we're working with selenite. Selenite cleanses the energy of the space and surrounds you with healing energy. So I recommend placing two along each wall, which is why I said you'll probably need eight. Most rooms have four walls. So you'll place one on each side of the pieces of smoky quartz. So now if you're looking at just one wall, you would have a smoky quartz in the center A selenite on either side and then a black tourmaline in either corner. So if you went from left to right it would look like black tourmaline, selenite, smoky quartz, selenite, black tourmaline. That's an ideal but again scale it back if you need to, switch it up if you need to, that's totally okay. As you place these stones, I think visualizing the selenite linking together the stones that are in the perimeter of the grid and sending the energy of your grid out into your sacred space is really helpful. So if you're placing the selenite in a tabletop size grid, you might have to make the grid a little bit larger, use fewer selenite, or instead of putting them directly between a black tourmaline and a smoky quartz, You could even change the orientation and position and have them kind of radiating out from the center to expand that energy out into your space. Don't be afraid to kind of play around with this until it feels right to you. And again, feel free to mix and match sizes of stones and shapes of stones as you see fit and according to what you have on hand. And if you are looking for some substitutions... Instead of Labradorite to help you connect to spiritual energy, you might want to try something like Amethyst, sugilite, Charoite, Rainbow Fluorite, or Moonstone. If you don't have enough Smoky Quartz, you could, like I mentioned earlier, try Petrified Wood or Red Jasper, also things like Bronzite, Garnet, or Moss Agate. If you don't have enough Black Tourmaline, you could try Hematite dravite tourmaline, which is also called brown tourmaline or champagne tourmaline, shungite, brecciated jasper, or septarian nodule. If you don't have enough selenite, you can try things like clear quartz, scolacite, angel aura quartz, angelite, celestite, blue quartz, lavender fluorite, or green aventurine. So after you've placed all your stones, you have them in an arrangement that you're happy with, you're ready to activate your crystal grid. So this is all about intentionally linking together the crystal's energy. This can be done with a clear quartz point or a separate selenite wand, or even just with your finger. So point the crystal or your finger toward the central crystal in the grid And if you're doing a large room size crystal grid, you can just move around the room, drawing energetic connections between each stone. And some people like to tap or touch the stones that they're connecting. And some people like to kind of hover just above them. If you're activating a small tabletop grid, this is a lot easier. Um, You don't have to get up and walk around the room to do it. You can just kind of point the crystal at the stones in the grid, or use your finger to point at the stones in the grid and energetically link or connect them. Alternatively, if you feel a little uncertain how to do this, uh, you can check out one of my older blog posts, How to Create a Crystal Grid Step-by-Step. I also have a podcast episode for that post, and I walk you through the process of activation. But if you feel uncertain or unsure about that, you can always just draw three clockwise circles around the grid. And if you're doing this around you know, a larger grid, like one that takes up your whole space, you can just walk in three clockwise circles around the space with the intention to energetically connect and link all the stones together so that they're better able to act as one harmonious grid rather than many individual stones. And I think you'll find through creating a special dedicated grid for your sacred space to help you make it a place of connection with your spiritual side. It will really encourage you to spend some time in the space to get reacquainted with that side of yourself if you know you've felt a little bit disconnected lately and I hope you find it really empowering and supportive. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? to grow your confidence, knowledge and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning crystal healing certification program will take you from crystal lover to a confident certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Maybe you want to deepen your personal spiritual practice by connecting more deeply to your stones. Or maybe you're already working with crystals but you want to learn some more advanced energy healing techniques. Wherever you're at on your crystal journey, the Love and Light School's CCH program can help you become the confident and intuitive crystal healer you know you could meet. Are you ready to listen to the nudges from the universe and take the next steps on your crystal journey? Our CCH program is here to support you every step of the way. Well, that is it for our main segment. Um, and at this time in the show, I normally share a trending this week segment, but I thought for our first show back, what I would like to do instead is actually just share a quote that I recently came across that I thought was incredibly beautiful um, and just really summed up. All the things I've been thinking about and dreaming about lately, so I'll leave you with this quote today. This is from Oscar Wilde. With freedom, flowers, books, and the moon, who could not be perfectly happy? I'll leave you to ponder these wise words and this deep question by the amazing Oscar Wilde from now until our next show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. This week, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Jenny who says, I love listening to Ashley's podcast. I really look forward to listening to Ashley's podcast and pondering all of the information she presents. She speaks with a very open mind and is not pushy with her ideas. I find myself engaged in conversations, frequently dropping her name and talking about topics I have learned from her show. Keep up the interesting, great work you're doing. Many blessings, Jennifer D. Jennifer, thank you so much. I really appreciate that kind review. And I also wanted to give a shout out to Try Green Bay who says, amazing. I am new to crystals and you are so informative. I love it. I'm backtracking through the old ones. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. You are so welcome. And I'm so glad that you're enjoying the older episodes as well. Like I said, um, been away for a little bit of a lengthy break here, but I am so excited to be back in action, bringing new episodes of the show for 2022. So with that, thank you. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great week ahead and until next time, crystal blessings. The love and light live podcast is a production of the love and light school of crystal therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at loveandlightschool. The content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.